Ever wanted a career in football? At the Global Institute of Sport, you can now study a master's degree in football business or football coaching and analysis right here in Australia. GIS is the largest provider of sports degrees in the UK with campuses at Wembley and Etihad Stadium. Learn online with unique access to the iconic MCG and a big-hitting Australian industry network. Be one of the first Australians to get a football master's degree and join GIS's global network of football leaders. Apply now to start in February 2023. Learn more at gis.sport.fnr. That's gis.sport.fnr. Well, yeah, I mean, shall we go from marquee players maybe, to... Uh, maybe, to, otherwise we get, could be here all day. Yeah, let, 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 let's look. There plenty plenty of um, things still to gloss over in the marquee discussion. We might get that in future weeks or maybe when we start to see them walking through the door. But let's <laughs> move on to the, um, the MacArthur FC appointment that has clearly taken some inspiration from this marquee star name strategy, but applying it in a bit of a different way. Dwight York... The former Sydney FC, Manchester United superstar, uh, being appointed as head coach uh, of the Bulls. And if you're not familiar with his uh, coaching background, uh, here's his CV. That's his CV. He has not coached before, uh, no managerial experience whatsoever, and yet he is getting set to uh, lead the Bulls into the next A-League season. Very good. You got the the applause there from uh, from out Thank the you. back. Thank you. I, I do fantastic. I do it all yeah. for the for Procure, our producer. So all, all night, all night, Dwight. So he got his coaching badges. I had a look. We looked this up. He got his coaching badges in two thousand and nine. So he finished playing, got his coaching badges, but he hasn't actually coached. He got the A-League All Stars gig first of all, and there was talk that he applied for the the Perth Glory job as well. Uh, and doing some research, he actually applied for the Aston Villa job that went to Stevie Gerrard. Um, he said he's applied for that job three times and had no response. Was that, maybe that's because you haven't coached before, Dwight. I also think it's massively tone deaf because we just had Ange Postacoglu lift a trophy in Europe. We've got Joe Montemuro lifting a trophy in, in Italy as well. And we're talking about – Ange was talking about the golden generation of Australian coaches now. And we're talking about Musket in Japan. We're talking about Popovich and what he's done um, and all these Aussies doing really well. Um, you know, Paddy Kiznorbo, we talked about John Aloisi back in the game, um, all Australian coaches, and they've gone and appointed one that's not an Australian. Yeah. Not that there's a rule there, but um, that hasn't coached before. And, and it's, it's not even the fact that it's it's a, a coach with a big name. That, Like, f- for example, if, if someone with a really massive – I'm going to throw out a really obscure example. If, like a, a Marcello Lippi, for example. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, if they came down and coached here, they may still be a few of these frustrations. But at least you're appointing in a marquee manager someone who has Done, actual – yeah, you know, He's a big yeah. name, but he's a big name in a coaching sense and not just a big name in a footballing sense, which is exactly what Dwight York is. And really the other reference point we have for this kind of thing – is uh, is Robbie Fowler at Brisbane Raw, and, and yeah, I put it to you, Jason. Yeah, that what what, what yeah. legacy has what legacy has Robbie Fowler left on the A League men's competition? His biggest contribution was the to, player. He, I mean, his his biggest contribution, in my view, to to the game in his time here was his beef with people on soccer Twitter and the yeah. amount of content that created for you know the weirdos in in that in that world, which of. of before I get uh, cancelled by Soccer Twitter. Very much one of those weirdos, so don't stress. I had to cover hey, that look, off. Look, Robbie Fowler did well as a player here, and he was probably at that, that 
age marquee level that we're looking at, that um, that Danny Townsend's looking at, as did Dwight York, right? But it makes us look like a, a footballing backwater if we're we, we're literally appointing these guys based on their name, not on anything they've done as a manager. Like we've appointed Dwight York because he used to bang goals in for Aston Villa and, and Man United. Yeah, and and look, he could very well. Well, actually, not necessarily, but there's a chance that he could come in and do an excellent job with the Bulls, potentially. But even if he does, I don't think that would change my feelings of animosity and like sort of angst towards the initial decision because it's it's the thought process that that's led up to it. So uh, is almost yeah the the results ha- that happen thereafter are almost secondary for me. It's the actual decision making and the thought processes that have led to making this appointment in the first place that I think are sort of reflective of the particularly in the last week very shallow, short-sighted thinking that we we can have in this game. Because, I mean, marquee players, we've been speaking about them, they they have maybe a short-term boost, don't necessarily leave a long-term legacy. What does a marquee coach bring? They don't bring any tangible benefits in terms of crowd numbers. No one is going out of their way to go and watch Dwight York manage an A-League team. Like, if you bring Marcelo Bielsa down, mm. maybe, like I said, with the Lippy example, there's enough of a coaching pedigree there to be like, okay, that's I'm interested to see what Bielsa does in the A-League. But the average person, I don't think they could give less of a stuff what Dwight York, who hasn't coached before, has the same coaching credentials, notwithstanding his badges, as you and I, um, managing. I don't think this is... It's not going to bring any tangible benefit... Off the park, maybe it's bringing the ladies in. Maybe yeah, that's well, what trying to do. maybe, yeah. but I mean that that's that's more a Dwight. That's more a Dwight problem than um, a MacArthur problem. So, Lockie, West Southwest Sydney, MacArthur. Yes, do you reckon they considered Harry Kuehl? Yeah, well, that that, that was right. This is an Australian manager who's he had a couple of gigs in. He tried, got his badge, unsuccessful. I'm, well, the thing is, the thing with Kuehl is, I'm not sure he necessarily wants to come back to the A League just yet. Maybe, maybe that's the sticking point. At least he's, point he's there. had a he's had a crack though, League Two, whatever, yeah, and, uh, then, and then he was at a, a lower tier club as well. Still, so I'm not sure if he's still managing, but like, if you want a, a name, at least tried. That's that's probably a better option. Yeah, I, I just don't really think. I, I can't see what benefits this brings. Like people might talk about it, might get some uh, a, a bit of a run in the British press, but no one no one is going out of their way to go and watch MacArthur off the back of this. And the other part is is if this is a failure, if he does play bad football, MacArthur have already had enough off field problems in terms of getting people to attend their games with a team that was making finals, with a team that had Daniel De Silva and Ulysses De Villa this season. If Dwight York is a flop as well, and they struggle as a result. They've got even bigger problems than they do now, which is the opposite of what they're supposed to be trying to address in the offseason. I'm going to borrow something that I that I heard from a, another <laughs> another broadcast. Do you think he's going to live in Macarthur, or do you think he's going to live around Double Bay? Well, yeah, I mean, he might saunter down. To... Was, remember when he played? There was rumours, uh, which I've had disproved. There was rumours that he had a the apartment that he was renting. That he had a hot tub installed on, on the balcony, and then even in his book, he talks about bringing his white Lamborghini, having it shipped over to Australia. So, like the, this whole, he's not going to be down and dirty Western suburbs type. Yeah. Person to coach them either. No. Like he's, he's he's bringing the he'll bling. Come down, he's do- the bling. MacArthur can't be based on bling because they need to try and attract the people of Campbelltown and around the surrounds, 
the working class and and the rest into the into the club. It's like it's a name, but, but it's not going to resonate I, with them. There is, is not a single. I would would be willing to say there is not a single person. If we went down there, Vox Pops in the Southwest Sydney area, and said, "Are you going to watch MacArthur because Dwight York is their manager?" You would not find a single person also, who would say yes. He's also been out of the game for thirteen or fourteen yeah, years. Well, too. So, so, so the supporters, got, the supporters that they want, aren't old enough to remember him and, win, and winning his, the treble for for Manu and his badges. You know, we're talking about. We've made so much discussion about the people who were supporting him. Um, you know, Mark Bosnich is obviously a close friend of his, and a, no. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing, yeah. No, nothing against Bozza for advocating for for Dwight to be given a run and to ask him about interest in coaching, but like a lot of conversation about his badges. He got his badges in two thousand ten. Mm. His his coaching education is a decade old. His playing experience. He retired in two thousand nine. The dressing room environment of that era of football is not the same necessarily as the one that you walk in now. So how much of that is necessarily? Relevant for the for the good of the sport. I hope that we are very very wrong, but recent history suggests that we're probably not going to be very wrong. I'd love to be disproven. Okay, I'd love but, to be done in twelve months' time. Going, MacArthur's in the grand final. Hasn't Dwight been fantastic? And look at that lease of life he's brought for them. Yeah, and- but the thing is, best case scenario, oh, he does a great job as manager. But uh, like, that's the best. No one is. No one. Even if they're doing well, no one's going to come because Dwight York is there. So. By that logic, we could have appointed an Australian manager mm-hmm. who who could have done the same job and basically had the same impact but cost MacArthur a lot less money. I just don't think this is going to bring the tangible benefits that whoever made this decision thinks that it's it's going to provide. Maybe, right? MacArthur are, are, are struggling a little bit. Maybe this is with the marquee side effects as, as well. So perhaps MacArthur gets someone that Dwight York's connected to. And that is the boost that they require, and that's what they're gambling yeah, on. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how yeah. many. I wonder how many people Dwight York knows personally on that thirty-five uh, list of thirty-five. Marquees. Well, maybe that might be a difference. Maybe that's Maybe we're, we're looking at it the wrong way. Maybe he's like, this is Dwight York, and he's going to get, you know, three or four X Man U guys from his connections that are going to be playing dotted around the league. You know, who knows? Let's wait and see. But I and, and then I'd love what? to be proven wrong. And then what? That's 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 my question yeah. with all, all of these new news items we've seen come through in the off-field sense in the past week. I'm like that, okay, great. And then what? What happens after? I'm not sure. And that's it's not it, a question. It'd be, an update, it'd be an update to his book, I'm sure, because that finishes in, in 2010. So we'll oh, it, would, it would be the only chapter that isn't related to, you know. The ladies, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Anyway, let's hopefully we're proven wrong, um, you know. <laughs> history tells us these big-name international coaches – aren't a long-term success. And if he's looking for Australia to be the stepping stone into bigger things for himself too, that's also didn't work out for Robbie, did it? Yeah. Well, look, only time will tell, Jason. We could end up uh, with egg on our faces this Mm. time next year or, as my suspicion is, we could end up uh, feeling somewhat vindicated.